You're listening to the Get Inside Us podcast. My name is Hannah. And I'm Adam. I don't know about Butlins. I've heard of Butlins, but I don't know what it entails. You know what I mean? I don't know what goes on at Butlins. I've never actually been to a Butlins, but I have been to um, suspicious competitors. So I went to this place and they had a character called Bradley Bear. Have I ever told you about Bradley Bear? <laughs> I've never heard about Bradley Bear. <laughs> he had a fucking song. He's like, Bradley Bear, Bradley Bear, we all want to... Oh, fuck, I've forgotten it. <laughs> we'll Bradley <laughs> makes a holiday. Bradley, he's always there. And then it'd be like, who do you want? And all the kids scream, Bradley Bear! When do you want it? Oh, now! And then oh, after like ten, ten times of that, Bradley Bear would eventually come out like a giant, you know, furry, essentially. So this is like summoning him. Like you have to keep yeah. chanting this stuff and singing this song to summon Bradley Bear. <laughs> Although... I have realised I've said this without you having any concept of what a Butlins or slash holiday camp park thing is. No. Right? No. Right. So no there idea. are these resorts built in the middle of nowhere, usually on a coast. Okay. They'll have okay. a building that has some arcades, like the penny machines, generic rides like carousels and stuff, maybe a pool. Oh. Butlins usually has like chalets where you can rent out with a family. So you nice. can stay there for like a week. Okay. They'll have like an entertainment stage and like a few restaurants. And the one we went to, um, they didn't have chalets. We had caravans. Where, so they were not your own. It was like a caravan you rented. Yeah, you rent a caravan and then you, you know, you're living on this resort for a week. It's good. One time we um came home from school on a Friday night and we got home and there were just suitcases everywhere. And my parents were like, we're going on a long weekend holiday. And I almost wet myself. <laughs> Why were you that happy and excited? I didn't know. They, they'd be sneaky. A fun part of it would be like, we'd get to our caravan and we'd go for a little walk around the entire site. And you'd see people who've like bought their caravans and they've set up like a full like deck in. They've got gardens. They've got like those little beachside paper windmills going around, little flags. It's so cute. I really Wait, like there caravan. are people that bring their own caravan. They've bought the caravan on the property and now that's their caravan. They live at Butlins. I mean, that's probably their holiday home. <laughs> that's so cool. Okay, so the, the picture, Adam, you just sent me a picture of one. That is so cute. That is proper freaking cute. Yeah, I realize and you might have way, thought about like a typical caravan that can just latch onto the back of a car. It seems like proper big though too. You know what I mean? Like it's going to have room inside. Oh yeah, it has like cool. a living room, a little kitchenette. Could be so cute. Oh my God, a kitchenette. How cute was it inside? And of course I would always bring my cars and my little road map and I'd play with those while my parents were getting showered. <laughs> I wouldn't go anywhere without like, my fucking cars. Because like the road map, do you mean like the ones that you can lay out that's like a play mat that has the roads that you could push your car uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen them. <laughs> and my little cars, Dude. all on the same scale. My brother got me a car once that wasn't in the same scale. <laughs> Your younger brother. God. How dare Younger you? brother made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like, five-year-old brother trying to get me a Christmas present. I'm like, this is yeah. terrible. Wrong scale. Did you say that to him? Did no, I was like, it? thank you very much. I never played with it. I still got it. <laughs> You cannot get rid of it. You have to keep it. It's the poor outcast car, dude. It's like the rejected <laughs> car. You are rotten. <laughs> you are. I, uh, <laughs> I 
I am a monster. So the time that my parents surprised me, we drove to like, I think it's somewhere near Tenby. And there's a Bradley Bear Park there. Um, We got there just a little bit too late. So all the places had closed to eat. We had not had anything to eat. So we had to go to the local pub. I cannot tell you how many packets of ready salted crisps my mum and me ate. To this day, I still can't really look at a packet of ready salted (laughs) the same. You guys came in a car, right? Yeah. Yeah? Was there any kind of restaurant around that you could have driven to? Oh, there was like nowhere nearby. This entire town is pretty much just the Bradley Bear Park. I mean, I don't understand why we didn't stop at like a little chef on the way there. I remember those. I've never been in one, but I've seen them. No, they they scare me. <laughs> I've never been in them because they kind of scare me because they look very... Uh, they look sinister. Fucking, I don't know. It's a bit scary. It's like run by aliens or <laughs> Aliens come to Earth and open up little chef. Well, because that's what they think. <laughs> like a roadside diner should look like but they don't really know so it's like it's like some weird computer simulated imposter roadside thing you know what i mean so it's like something that feels off about it i don't think they're around anymore so i think i'm okay saying that. <laughs> i think they're drag gone. them you know what i i love a services i do love a good services you guys have great services out here like ours are like all just separated and stuff and you have to go to like the separate things like you go into one building here it is efficient you have everything oh. it is great i bought so many hats from wh smith <laughs> <laughs> i am a victim of services you can't let me browse in the services <laughs> i will find something there's just something so exciting about going into services like what what shops is this one gonna have and then you know you get to find what you want what snacks you want for the car what stuffed animal neck pillow am i gonna find in this one you know what i mean like <laughs> like it's true but it feels like they're all gonna have different snacks even though they don't have different snacks it's usually the same but it feels different and it's always exciting like I don't know. I like browsing of services, so I understand. Like, maybe last year or something, I ended up... I really needed to pee. We stopped at a services, mm-hmm. some motorway that I've never been on. And we stopped at what was almost like an artisan services. <gasps> it was fucking oh. weird. Like, instead of, like, you know, like a generic WH Smith or, like, a just, like, a, a shop, it had, like, like a, uh, like a, a farmer's market. What? <laughs> just in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I guess that's where what? farmers are. I just want a fruit pastels. And it's like, here's a leak. I don't want a leak. <laughs> Why is it artisan? Why was everything made of wood? Services in Britain have been wild for me. I mean, like, I met someone whose son was living in the small city that I'm from in California. I happened to speak to her. Like, I sat down to charge my phone because the thing wasn't working in the car. And, like, I had a cup of coffee and stuff. And then she was sitting across from me with the show this table area thing. And we started speaking. I said, you know, from California. And she's like, oh, my son's living out there. And I'm like, yeah, whereabouts? And she said, I'm like, no, no. (laughs) I like pulled out my license. And she's like, what? And then she told me, I know the street he's on. I know everything. (laughs) And so I'm like, oh my God. And how am I meeting you here in the middle of freaking nowhere to services? How do you know this? So the world's always going to be very small. And services are just one of those kind of experiences that it's like, you know, I anything can happen in service station. Like, do you think you'd ever be able to find it again? What, the artisan one? <laughs> can we go driving? I mean, I hope it's somewhere. It wasn't just a, <laughs> and a mirage. <laughs> That's amazing. How do we get into services? So like, we were saying, like, you could get food, to be fair, on your parents. 
It's not like we had Google in our pockets at those times. Yeah, we wouldn't have had anything. Yeah, they just have to be what's nearby. This would have been like 2002. The next morning we went to the beach and there were jellyfish on the beach. <gasps> oh my god. You didn't touch them, right? I knew from that. I'd seen that episode of Friends. I was not touching that jellyfish. Yeah, no. Jellyfish. Oh, God. They're, it's one of those, like, I almost got stung in the face once. But I don't in the face? ever think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a cruise, right? And this is out. It was like a Disney cruise as a teen. I don't know. But as a teen, like, we weren't allowed on the adult beach. <laughs> Adult beach makes it sound scandalous. This was Disney's right? own island. The 18 plus beach. This is Disney's island, though. This is not some scandalous beach. It's it's like an adult beach, but you still have to leave room for Jesus kind of vibe. I, I mean, I can't tell what happened. I don't know. I, you know, I snuck onto it once because the rest of the time my parents were like, we want to explore. And I remember I got abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> I remember wandering around and seeing all these people together having fun and my parents were off at the freaking adult beach eating like gourmet food and having the best fruit and there's a whole bunch of screaming children around me and I'm like fucking hate this and I started crying I was like I'm fully just done (laughs) so then you ran up to a jellyfish and wanted it to sting you in the face just to end your misery (laughs) I just I remember trying to contact them on our, we had walkie talkies, right? And they were supposed to work and I tried forever <laughs> and I was just distraught. I imagine these walkie talkies to be like the ones that are like Mickey's face. <laughs> like a wobbly no, antenna they... that lights up or something. <laughs> With a fucking teenage distraught me. I know it's a motor- <laughs> I'm having a terrible time. Mickey's there grinning back at you. <laughs> I feel like I wasn't even a child. I was just distressed because, like, it was like screaming children and just shit. I just wanted some peace, you know? And they brought me and they snuck me on to the adult only beach. And I went there. It was like paradise compared. Like, you can imagine the chaos of a family beach with a ton of like small children. And then walking through these trees and the shrubbery and opening up to like this buffet with like the gourmet food they were cooking fresh and like, fresh fruit i'm imagining it like glowing like angelic it felt like you couldn't see it from any other part so you had to walk down this path and then it opens up to this like paradise and you're like what the fuck you guys left me for this but yeah i went there and stuff like that and the beach was gorgeous and there weren't many people oh my god it was so nice and they had tons of like little shells and it felt like every little shell you picked up even the tiniest was a hermit crab it was the freaking wildest thing. A tiny microscopic shell and there's a tiny crab in it. And it was freaking amazing. So I'm swimming and like looking down. I kind of skimming along. And I'm just looking for crabs and cool colored shells. I don't know what came over me. But suddenly I like I look up straight ahead of me and like lift my head up. And there's a small jellyfish right in front of me. And it was one of those moments that I'm like, oh. I'm like, I need to get, I can't go forward anymore. I'm freaking out. I started screaming and my mom was still in the water and I'm like, jellyfish, jellyfish, no. (laughs) So I was inches away from just swimming head first into a jellyfish. That would have been an experience. (laughs) Pee on your face, pee on your face. I mean, peeing doesn't even work, but still pee on your face, pee on your face. (laughs) I hate you so much. If that ever happens and we're at a beach together and you try to piss on my face, I will fucking fucking like. like, 
<laughs> just go run into the ocean until it swallows me whole. <laughs> <laughs> Take me, Lord Poseidon. <laughs> Take me, Lord Poseidon. <laughs> So we got way far off track. <laughs> Somehow. Um, so how old were you when you did this trip? Maybe like eight. And you said Bradley the Bear was part of Butlins. So was this an actual Butlins? No, Bradley Bear wasn't. He's part of what is now called Haven. I think you know? Butlin. Butlins versus Haven. <laughs> Let's... Butlins and Haven are both yeah. good if you go to the right camps. However, Butlins have much okay. more on offer and can be more expensive if you're taking several kids. Haven is great mm. for a gentler, less commercial experience. Explain Bradley the Bear again. <laughs> I'm still really confused. So he's not part of Butlin. No, Bradley <laughs> Bear is part of, or was part of. Is Bradley Bear still around anymore? I hope he hasn't died. <laughs> I'm sure you could still summon him in your heart. <laughs> Sing the song and he'll appear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I've just found something that I, I thought I read. And then I was like, oh, I didn't read that. Then I read it again, and I did read that. Um, So, basically, I found the Haven Holidays fandom wiki. He's a cuddly bear, first introduced to British customers um, in 1993, first appeared in Haven Parks in 2002, which would be probably when I went. And then 2005, that was the end of Bradley Bear. And that that's pretty much it for the article, apart from one sentence at the end. He also... I don't know what's going. I don't. I will go on record to say that he did not do that. <laughs> we have to bleep. We're bleeping that out. You are censoring that shit from this podcast. If people want to find that information on their own, they can. It's the internet. <laughs> I am freaking here leaving that as a mystery. I will not have that on this podcast. Jesus Christ. We can't support Bradley Bear anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's a controversial figure. He's very controversial. I mean, was there a Butlins version of Bradley? The Butlins Bradley were just the redcoats, I feel. Do you know what redcoat means to an American? Um, yes. It's not the same. It's not the same redcoats. <laughs> the redcoats are coming, right? There are the Butlins Redcoats, which is a prestigious title <laughs> given to, as this thing says, the frontline staff at Butlins. Yeah, you guys, that's 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 you guys. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's not great, a, is it? Yeah, no. <laughs> but the redcoats in this context are basically just like the people who do the entertainment. Could you imagine the uh like going back and telling people the revolution in the future, redcoats are gonna be people that do entertainment at the Butlins. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> there was one night that I feel like every parent who took their kids to this park haven would have just felt fear for and that is like dinner with Bradley what? so instead of having like your your evening meal like at one of the restaurants or like a, they, have, they also have like a takeaway on site like a chip shop you could go to the entertainment stage and have your meal there where they'd gather all the kids and for like only like 20 pounds each Probably something like that. Ridiculous. You would get a party meal, which would be almost like a Happy Meal box, and inside would just be crap. Maybe maybe like a packet of ja jammy Dodgers, some chocolate buttons, some crisps, and then just be like this. <laughs> nothing of sub substance. <laughs> so all these kids <laughs> sat on these long tables, and all the kids would sit together, and all the adults would just watch from the back, being like, 
our child is going to be so hyped up on sugar in about half an hour. I was going to say, the kids aren't going to sleep. You know what I mean? There's like, no sleeping or rest that night. There's video footage of this meal with me and my brother. None of the kids talking. It's just that sound of rustling sweet wrappers. <laughs> They're just tearing the chocolate fingers out of their packages like maniacs and opening the Jaffa cakes in their little Jaffa cake tubs. Absolute carnage. Bradley Bear would come in, dance around you and be like, hello kids, but obviously he wouldn't speak. He'd just be like... So you paid 20 quid to give your kids a lot of sugar and have some bear dance around them. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that sound reasonable to you? <laughs> Look, I mean, that sounds like we need to open up a Butlins. I mean, it probably wasn't £20. It's probably just something, you know, vaguely extortionate for what it was. It's one of those things that, like, as soon as you're trapped within their gates, they can pull every coin from your pocket one by one. <laughs> this is why they choose the spot, because they know there's nothing outside of this haven place. You're trapped on site. I mean, what were your... Did you guys enjoy it? From your perspective, at that moment, when you were younger, there was Bradley dancing around, and you eating all the sugary things, and just having fun, and ripping things open. Were you living your best life? I was having the best time. I was in love with Bradley Bear. I had a Bradley Bear (laughs) teddy. I had the CD with all his songs on it that we'd have to play the entire way home. Um, One time, I was playing the the Two Pence Machines, and I was playing it... I was too serious about it. Did you just say that to me? Too serious about a 2P machine. You know how I am. <laughs> you know how I am. I mean, too seriously to take care of my bear. What happened? Where did he go? I left him behind. I left and forgot Bradley. I would have not stopped crying. And obviously, like, we went to reception, like, hi, any Bradleys? And of course, it's a Bradley bear camp. So they're like, I mean, we've got hundreds, probably. See, that's the thing. I would want my Bradley back. One time we went to Legoland. <laughs> And there's like this gold digging thing where you have to like dig for gold and sift it through a thing, whatever. Me and my brother got medals because we did the attraction. (gasps) And we stopped at the services, which in my memory was on the Seven Bridge. (laughs) I know that is not true. (laughs) There's no services on the Seven Bridge. But clearly that's wrong. But anyway, when I got home, I did not have my medal anymore. I'd left it in the services because I'm terrible. This is so traumatizing. But my parents emailed Legoland and I got sent a medal and mine was better. They sent me a different one and it was better than my brother's. So fuck him. Fuck that medal. (laughs) (laughs) I got a special medal. Like, were you and your brother ever competitive like that? I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I did headbutt him a lot. I told you about that, right? If you would have told me that you were some... Out of control child that would headbutt the sibling, I would be like, that's not Adam. <laughs> you. When he was first born, I was like three years old. And because I'd had three years of just me attention, I must have been <laughs> jealous or something. So every time my parents left the room, my brother would just start crying. And they'd be like, why yeah. does he keep crying? Does he just, is he really that needy for attention? And then one time they left the room and like peered through the crack in the door and they saw me like glaze over eyes, go up to him and just headbutt him. Evil child, dude. Wait, this is like your baby brother. Like baby. Yeah. Yeah. Full Satan. You're Satan. My mom said she did check to see if there's like 666 engraved in my head or anything. Knowing you now, you know what I mean? And thinking about that kind of behavior, like those doesn't add up. Like when did you suddenly turn into such like a a decent human being? (laughs) I think it was when he became more difficult. He overtook (laughs) me and I was like, okay, I'm chill now, I guess. Like, what else did you do that made your mom think that? I was just really annoying. 
I was so annoying. So I would, okay, there are two examples that I can think of. My mum would always just be, you know, living, existing. And I would go up to her and poke her in the arm and be like, Mima, Mama, ma, Mima. And I'd keep doing that until she cracked. <laughs> and that is on video of her just going, Adam, please stop. <laughs> She's trying to film and I'm stood in front of the lens just poking her. Oh, my God. Like, what did you want? What was your end goal with that? I think I wanted to see her crack. Yeah. <laughs> and I fucking loved to sing. I would not Hi. stop singing, which is very funny now because I'm so insecure about my singing. But I'd sing all the time. And I had this song. That's not a bad called... thing. Oh, Hannah. It was a song called I Have Two Hands. And it'd go, I have two hands, and this is what they do. They go, they go, and then every verse, the they go is something a different action. So like you'd slap your hat, like your thighs maybe, pat yourself, whatever. But every time yeah. I sing sing like the new loop, I'd just go an increment higher. <laughs> There's a video of me fully naked in the bath, going, I have two hands. I was like, I have two hands. I have two. <laughs> just going higher and higher until I'm like shrieking it. <laughs> Every time you think, oh, this could be the last one. It's like, oh no, he's gone higher and more shrill. And the last one, I don't have any more hand motions left. So I do. I have to find this is what I do. They go. And I stretch it on for like 30 seconds. And then I do the. I should have known I was gay. My action was just making my wrists limp. And you think I'm done. It's like, ah! <laughs> Louder and louder. And then at some point in the video, my brother just starts crying. And I think my parents are like, oh, thank God. So, so it's you and your brother in the bath, like having bath time. Yeah. And you're there just singing <laughs> incrementally higher pitches. Yeah. And your brother's just sitting there being traumatized by this. Well, he's trying to copy me at first. And then he just starts crying. He's oh. like, right, this is too high for me. <laughs> <laughs> I want out. I'm going to start screaming. That sounds like a certain level of hell. So I don't know why my parents ever took us on a holiday. Because it's like, why would they want that, but not in a place where they can escape, you know? <laughs> I was an angel child, I just want to say. Did you not have any screaming bath times? No. I was just always afraid of getting in trouble. Like, if I would have had a sibling, who knows? <laughs> who knows? I might have... I mean, I turned. I don't know if my. I don't know if I had a sibling and they tried to touch my toys. I would have freaked out. I would have been like, "This is bullshit. They cannot just come into my life and start sharing stuff. Like this is <laughs> mine. <laughs> this is my stuff. Stay out of it." I was always um called a dropper as well, so I wasn't trusted with much. I oh god, okay. I always think about this one time. We're at some like it's like a cafe in like a something. Almost like a supermarket cafe with like one of those you get a tray and you go along the line and pick out what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I got chicken nuggets and chips. Surprise, surprise. And when I got to my table and put my tray down and <laughs> um my drink wobbled and spilt all over my plate. And my parents were just trying to clean it up while I was like crying and trying to eat the dry chicken nuggets that weren't covered in lilt. <laughs> I mean, Okay, this is, I want to give credit to younger Adam. I would probably do that as a full-grown adult. That is not, just kind of, just like you spilling like the 
the wafers all over whatever it was that you did in your service like with- oh yeah um so when i was in beavers as you all know i was in beavers if you've listened to this show best beaver you will know that i was in beavers best beaver I, for whatever reason we were going to be involved in one of the masses at church and i had been given the duty of carrying the tray of communion to the altar down the aisle mid-service <laughs> um my parents caught wind of this and decided we're not going to go to that mass. We're going <laughs> to drop him off and come collect him. We cannot deal with a secondhand embarrassment if he drops that. Um, guess what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Halfway down the aisle, I trip and communion splatters everywhere. I don't know. Like I... in that situation, do you have to just continue? I see. I can't remember because I was young, so I have no idea what happened next. Did the priest have to go and open a new bag of communion? I don't know. You've told me that before, and I'm like, that obviously set you up to fail. Like, it, I would have done the same thing. Honestly, like, I, I can't even count the amount of times that, like, even, like, in the past five years, I would be carrying food up to my room. Because I lived in a house that was three stories tall, and I was on the third story. I'd have to carry my food, like, two flights of stairs, and the amount of times I would trip. And my food would just oh. scatter and start tumbling down the stairs. Please tell me you never picked it up and ate it. No, I would just go to my room and cry. <laughs> would you legitimately? Oh. I would. I'm not good at dealing with things. <laughs> like, like, I hated, like, because I never drop stuff. I used to never drop anything or do anything like that. Dude, things have dropped and smashed, like, a Costco-sized glass bottle of hot sauce smashed and spilled everywhere okay do you know i the fear in my eyes when i tried to make sure there were no splatters on the paint on the wall so i didn't lose my deposit i think it was early this year or last year i don't know let's get ready for work need to leave in like an hour getting showered and the the mirror in my like the cabinet in the bathroom has always been a bit dodgy i had to duct tape it in Hmm. well this time it decided instead of just staying in it would slide out oh, and just no. directly down no. and it hit me it sort of hit me near you know where the toe becomes the foot yeah oh, <laughs> in that God. crevice slammed into that and then bounced off me and shattered thankfully didn't shatter on my foot but it did leave a very nice um opening <laughs> uh-huh. yeah oh, oh, like was it a complete it's like, it's like oh i've got a cut i'll just put a plaster on that and i looked at it i was like Oh no, I can I can move that cut. I can that's malleable. And oh, every time I'd no. move it get wider and I'd be like, hmm, okay. Cause the the mirror was so heavy, so it just fully like indented. I'm bleeding a lot. I'll hobble to my kitchen, find some sort of dressing, because I got a lot of stuff. I did first yeah. aid training, that's all I know what I'm doing. I really don't. Please don't. <laughs> I mean, I did when I was like fourteen. I got a heart saver card that I was a certified heart saver. Mm-hmm. Like with CPR and first aid stuff, but I was fourteen and you yeah. learn stuff, test and forget it pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> like you meant to do it like that. renew it, like do like a refresher every year. <laughs> but I was just like, right, first of all, I'm gonna call Jake, see if he he was yeah. still working at a pizza place. I'm like, hi Jake. So I've had a bit of an incident. Okay, well, good luck. And I'm like, thanks, bye. <laughs> I don't think I can communicate to him. That my foot was quite open. I was meant to be going to work. I am a manager, and I was going to be leading the shift. <laughs> so I called my my good supervisor, like, "Hi Dan, how's your day off? Um, so can you work in like an hour? And can you be the supervisor? Thank you." 
goodbye. And they're like, right, now the time to go to A&E, I guess. It was a six-hour wait. <laughs> People were... Okay, when the person at A&E comes out with, like, the, in the doors, and it's like, hi, guys, just so you know, we're incredibly busy tonight. It was just, like, a, a Sunday night, so, of course, it's busy. It's a weekend. Yeah. And she was like... We're a bit busy tonight, so it will be a six-hour wait. And when people complain about that, I'm like, shut the fuck up. This is the NHS. They're doing the best they can. They don't get funded. It's fun. And then I got some paper stitches. I saw a nice man who um, x-rayed my foot to make sure there's no glass in it. Paper? Paper stitches? Paper stitches are fine. They put some glue on it. They glue it back together. Oh, it has the glue and stuff like that. And then the paper. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so they glue it. Yeah, they glue it sealed and then they fall off eventually. I'm just, I'm glad you're okay. Like, I'm glad it bounced off and broke elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like, mm, it sounds awful it, as it is. If it, if it shattered on my foot, they'd have to get some tweezers. Mm, no, no. But I, I like the hospital. I mean, I don't like the hospital near me. But they do have, on their curtains, they have, like, little, um, not animations, they're not moving. Little cartoons of Cardiff on there. It's cute. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. It's sort of like a map, but not to scale. It's like they have little the little landmarks there and the little dragons. That's so cute. Oh my god. It's really god. soothing you when someone's applying paper stitches to your foot. Bradley makes a holiday. Bradley heaves a wave there. Da 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 da. Who do we want? We want Bradley. Bradley Bear. <laughs> Bradley Bear. We want Bradley. <gasps> Holy shit. Word. Holy what? shit. I've just Googled. Haven no longer has Bradley Bear. It has the oh. Seaside Squad. <laughs> Rory the Tiger. Oh my god. Anxious the Elephant. Oh, I'm Anxious the Elephant. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anxious, anxious loves wearing her pretty blue apron and little hat. She wears it all time, so she's ready to serve ice cream to whoever wants them. Uh, yeah, I, I love her. She's amazing. She's an icon. Anxious also loves pretty pink sparkly thing, things and having fun with friends. Oh. We've got Greedy the Cheeky Monkey. <laughs> um, Ned the laid back kind of guy. Who's just a boy? Oh, okay, okay, Ned. <laughs> Polly, everyone's big sister, the diva, oh. the life, the lifeguard. Oh. To top it all off, we've got Bradley the Beach Patrol. What? Bradley Bear has become a cop. <laughs> They've just changed his clothes, and now he's a policeman. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Well, at least he's still around. Yeah. I wonder if they have a Beach Squad song. <sighs> Do they have like a beach squad song? <laughs> I found a video of Greedy Gorilla singing his Seaside Squad song, which is <laughs> terrible to say on the list. Greedy Gorilla sings his Seaside song. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh, this is quite funky. Oh, I like this. Oh. From the video, it seems like Greedy Gorilla is having a good time on the stage. All you can hear is just chatting, so clearly no one's watching. <laughs> no one gives a shit. <laughs> Poor greedy gorilla. Can we go to a haven? Yeah, let's go to a haven, please. Let's add it to the list. Like, after Rill and Mold, we'll go to haven. I want to stay in a chalet, though, because I'm a bitch like that. <laughs> no, you have to stay in a caravan to get the full experience. God damn it. <laughs> when you look back at that stuff, do you think going there as an adult, you would love it as much? Going there as a child, love it. Going there as a teen, I'd rather be somewhere else. But now going there as 
I am now. I would enjoy it. Like, you know what you're getting? It's a bit of fun. It's a bit of old time, a bit of nostalgia, a bit of whatever. It's always that bit where you're a teen where you're like, this is shit. And now you're like, this is objectively shit. However, I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, no, I get that attitude. Uh, did you go there as a teen then? Did your... No, I think my parents were then brave enough to take me on a plane. How were you in the car then when you were younger? Oh, oh, I was terrible. I got travel sick so bad. I'd get travel sick mm-hmm. going to my grandparents' house and they lived half a mile away. I would be like, you're not leaving anywhere. <laughs> not, we're not going <laughs> anywhere. I mean, I wasn't, like, loud or annoying in the car. I was too busy feeling ill to be annoying, so I think my parents were like, maybe this is the time for us to relax. <laughs> like, just give you a sick bag and just, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. We went on a uh, cross-country road trip when I was five. No. And drove for so long. We went to, like, the Badlands, and I climbed up on this rock, and then I felt like I got stuck, and I started crying, and I couldn't get down. <laughs> the theme of this episode is, what do we do that makes us want to cry? And I don't remember much other than my mom was really excited to be back on the East Coast and get marshmallow fluff, because we don't have that in California. So she got a bunch of it, and she put it in. <laughs> we ended up buying so much shit along the way, which no one's surprised. We had to get a car snail. Do you know what a car snail is? No. It's a plastic container you strap to the top of the car. And my mom put a bunch of marshmallow fluff up there. We're driving along. (laughs) And there's different levels of elevation you go through when you go through some states. Apparently, marshmallow in different elevations and stuff will expand. So my dad gets out of the car and opens the snail to get like a hoodie out or something like that because it was quite cold. And he opens it and there's fluff on everything. Sticky. Oh, it's so sticky. Marshmallow goo. And my dad handled it. Because my mom was just distraught. <laughs> like, could you imagine trying to get sticky marshmallow mm. goo out of your clothes, covered in your clothes? That took everything. my dad so long. Yeah. My dad somehow did it. It was, he's a wizard. Like, I can't, I don't know how. But he handled it. Clothes were all fine. Everything was good. My mom just didn't have her fluff. I've always considered doing it again as an adult, but I don't know. Do you want to go on a cross-country road trip with me sometime? Hmm. No? I, I think I'd go mad in the car for that long. You know we'd be okay. We can listen to whatever you want to listen to. The Bradley Bear soundtrack? Yeah, I'll listen to it. Bradley Bear. <laughs> and I'll sing it like a child, just sort of scream it. We could screech a lot? I mean, how many times have we screamed together in a car? I mean, that's all we do in a car. Yeah. We go through big lightning storms. You never wanted to try to be in a car while a tornado tornado is like possibly coming right at you. I mean, that's been my dream. Yeah. I think I remember this one time I was somewhere in California, and the clouds looked a bit like a tornado could happen, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna die. This is it. This is it. The tornado's gonna get me." It didn't. Spoiler alert. Like, there was yeah. even there was not even a tornado. There was not even any rain. It was just a cloud that's a bit spiky underneath. You know. <laughs> After you've heard all of those stories, I'm sure you've enjoyed it. And you understand that I am definitely still an angel that I was back then. Um, my halo is still intact. I am. <laughs> and Adam still has 666 somewhere on a scalp. It's not confirmed yet, but I will confirm that. So if you would like to contact us at all, our Twitter handle is. At Get Inside Us. And what is our Instagram? At Get Inside Us. And our email. Get Inside Us Podcast at gmail.com. That's good. Do you have any um, parting words? I mean, other than the Bradley Bear. Bradley Bear. We'll block you.
we'll want you to say hello. Bradley Bear. Bradley Bear. We all want to meet you. On my end, I couldn't hear the last. On my end, I just warbled. I'm playing the sound. Bradley Bear is gonna block you out. 